suggestions it reminded me of a very famous episode in a very popular old tv show that probably about 80 percent of you will go huh but on taxi jim the one who was always kind of out there uh he was watching a debate on um c-span or something like that about whether they should be Delawareans or Delawareites. Oh, if anybody remembers that, uh, shoot me a DM or something or leave me a voice memo on this episode. Uh, <laughs> so still trying to figure that out, but happy new year to everybody. I It's been interesting so far. That's for sure in the best ways, but <sighs> big sigh. This next recording that I'm going to share with you is about this very strange time paradox that I experienced on New Year's Eve. And I made this recording because I was having a really hard time. And by the time you hear it, it will be heavily edited because I think I'm going at, I don't know, the speed of snail maybe, but the gist is that I was recording this right after it happened because I felt like a, I was going to lose the conscious retention and awareness of the whole experience. Because that seems to be a little bit a part of the time awareness, time shift, time slip experience as it accelerates. It gets to a point where once you're on the new time flow, the other one starts to fade away so that unless you have some journal of it or a recording or some record that you've kept for yourself it's bizarre how easily you just forget that it ever happened and it makes me wonder if this is a newer state of existence or if these things have always been happening and we just didn't know but I had to record it at the time and hopefully I've edited it well and sped it up for you but what I got out of it though after processing it and then having a couple more epiphanies was that 
we're going to be, uh, you know, I over, I've talked, I feel like I've talked ad nauseum for the last month or two, especially about fluid time and everything happening all at once. There's this great Albert Einstein quote, the only reason for time is so that everything doesn't happen all at once. <laughs> Or at the same time, something like that. I'm probably misquoting the quote. Is that how that goes? Boy. This is how much my brain has been processing the last three days. But this experience showed me how as people start to get the same awareness of time, noticing these things, having these time shifts, experiencing these paradoxes that there is potential for people to be really disturbed or frightened or thrown off their game. And so I, I'm working on how to help you with that. And ultimately, I think this is probably it, me sharing with you. I do want to work on being able to teach people to have a more fluid and aware perception of time so that you have full advantage to take of your powers of co-creation in the universe, in this crystalline structure, in this ooey gooey pool of liquid time flow that we're in. Part of what I talked with my pod partner about after this experience happened to me was that time is very fluid and that this experience of moving into higher dimensional perception is what the split is. And this doesn't mean that anyone is leaving or going anywhere. My example is just an odd unusual anomaly I think may have even just been a, a didactic tool to help me remember and learn this concept to try to help others uh, as they shift and reassure them that it's truly okay and they're not having any difficulty that they need medication or help for. That being said, this is all for entertainment purposes only. I am not a doctor and if anything does happen that makes you feel like you just, you know, you're not in control or in balance and you really do need some help, go get it. But my point is just if you notice these weird things happening where you have a thought and then a week later, a few days later, the next day, an hour, half an hour, you suddenly have that thing come into your reality in one way or another, whether there's suddenly a news article or a discovery, uh, 
you hear from someone, all of those sorts of things, you get an opportunity. What starts to happen, it's, it's not even manifestation or it, it's you're materializing. It's like, like my pod partner said, it's like you're choosing from a menu, literally. But if you don't know that's what you're doing, you're going to get a really weird freaking lunch. You know, you're going to get like some strange combo of side dishes that none are really your favorite. And because if you're putting all your hope and will into things without realizing it, you're bringing in things that you don't want. You're ordering stuff off the menu that you don't want. And it becomes very easy once you understand this to start to operate in that state to be in that state all the time this doesn't mean that you know every thought that runs through your head is going to happen or that if you think hard enough you're gonna find a pot of gold on your doorstep but it does mean that The things that you give the most energy to, the things that you feel hopeful about or you're excited about or you wish to experience, all you need to do is just have a short little daydream about, oh, that would be really nice if XYZ was a thing or happened or I had that opportunity or that experience. And then that's it. You just wait and it happens. And the more you repeat this experience over and over again, the quicker it happens, the more easily it happens until you almost get to a place where you feel like uh, you are in perpetual creation. And that gets a little trippy. So my experiences of this up until now, I've shared here and there and also on my timey-wimey episodes from last year about my experience of having the preview of four years of my life and then watching it unfold <laughs> as if someone had shown me a movie of it in advance. Uh, this takes it to a more exciting level. I'm trying to think if I'm leaving anything out that's important right now. The most important thing to know is that this is why I am working so hard pulling in the modalities that my galactic team and the cetaceans and Gaia wants me to use to help uh, people to center and to be able to have, cause see, that's what it is, right? Consciousness anchoring. If we're all floating around in this liquid time, it's helpful to have an anchor so that you're not just drifting wherever, <laughs> like being carried along by the tide. Um, 
it is helpful to have an anchor that keeps you in the zone you want to be in. It also allows you not to lose your shit. <laughs> when something like what you're about to hear me talk about may or may not happen to you. Just remember, nothing and no one is ever truly lost. It's just relocated. New year, new ad. Welcome to 2022. I want to tell you a little bit about my services. I do a variety of oracle readings, animal communication, expansion coaching, consciousness anchoring, and grief mediumship support. I feel like I'm forgetting something, but I'll just move right on to the Patreon, which is a darn good deal because here's the deal with that. There's a $5, 10 and $20 tier. All tiers receive 50% off all of my services all the time. Unlimited discount. As well, the $10 tier gets full access to all content, including all previously recorded content from the last three months. And you would think with only three months, I wouldn't have that much. But boy, there's plenty up there. It would take you a while to get through it, to be honest. So there's plenty to watch and listen to and absorb and learn from. As well, on the $20 tier, my VIPs get a free service every month. So that is like a 75% discount on some of my services. If you would like to have me as a guest on your podcast or you would like to be a guest on mine, go to my booking link through my link tree and book a podcast interview. If you have a good or service or healing art or intuitive practice that you would like to trade with me for one of my services, let's start the new economy with bartering, shall we? So go book a trade, go book a podcast interview, go book a service and go join the Patreon at Grooving Goddess on Patreon. You will have to go do it in a browser because you can't find it uh, in the app due to the fact that I have it marked 18 plus. So if you would like to join the Patreon, go do that there. And boy, we just can't wait to have you there. The Patreon has grown so fast in the last few months and I know we're just going to keep growing. So come join the Xanadu party and learn more about yourself, space weather, grid work, consciousness expansion, time manipulation and perception and much, much more. Oh boy, I don't even know what I'm doing. I talked and have been talking about fluid time. I've talked with others about it. I've been experiencing a heightened awareness of time for several years now that has continued to exponentially increase. Uh, to where it started happening in real time, <laughs> which is funny to say. I'm talking about this and I'm not trying to record an episode. So don't overthink it. Ego brain. It doesn't matter. You say it perfectly for people. 
everything will be as it's meant to. So I just had an experience that was so profoundly uh, it's like having something tell you at the same time that you write about everything not write like an ego way but just that the things you've been saying and knowing they really are true and this really has been happening while at the same time immediately making you feel like you really know nothing because now what do I do it's kind of funny because I think I'm pretty much on like a six-month cycle of somewhat crying now what do I do episodes or epiphanies to become episodes of the podcast so episodes of my life to become pod episodes so I'm trying to just record my thoughts because I'm afraid that I'm not gonna oh. Oh, shit I don't know if I got cut off there or not but every six months ago or so I have these epiphanies and I'm confused and these experiences that are so profound that I'm very emotional and shaken and going through the expansion process live uh, in linear time while also trying to understand these concepts that are so huge so it's like having someone validate everything and or, or something I mean source basically but having that source inspiration and connection provide you this example of something that is both simultaneously life-affirming and validating while at the same time making you so confused and feel like you've stepped out into a new landscape where suddenly you know nothing again which I know such is the cycle of death and rebirth but <clears throat> without hemming and hawing, um, I've been aware that time is becoming more fluid and hyper-awareness of timelines and merging timelines and I'm on whatever team collapses catastrophic timelines and tries to weave together the ones that bring us the highest good. Not perfection, not, you know, love and light, but just balance, highest good energy. Uh, resonant harmony in the universe so a few days ago my oldest and dearest friend lost one of her family members uh, you know I know we've all been busy and we've all had a lot of loss and things pulling our attention but I have known these people since I was 10 years old her aunt Pat and her aunt's partner Rhea and they both battled cancer 
but <laughs> the other day, uh, they lost one of them. Or I should say they crossed over because I'm telling you, the people that are passing right now, they are not going anywhere. They are largely in charge and sticking around to see this whole thing through, just not in the human experience embodied. Perhaps they're going to get to come back as crystalline babies really soon. Won't that be lovely? So, I know, like I know, like I know. Then on the day that I found out about this, it was Pat. It was Heather Dingham. And that she had passed on and crossed over. So I was just texting with my friend Heather. She texted me. Uh, fucking ask her how Leah is. And she tells me that Leah was cremated yesterday or today. And I, I felt like I was I was in that show, The OA, which I'm going to have to rewatch, where she keeps trying to get to the right parallel universe or uh, reality or multiverse where she's with the person she's meant to be with <clears throat> or can fix things or you know whatever she's trying to accomplish it felt like being yanked from one place into another but without having the violent shift, it's, it's as though this just floated and merged and changed and now instead of Pat being gone, it's Rhea. And my little human brain processing all of this energy and holding all of this uh, information trying to process what any of this means and trying to understand it and trying to make sense of something that is probably not going to make sense. One of the things I felt was, and I usually when these things happen to me, I'm being shown something that's going to be important for me to help other people. That's what happened, well, with everything so far. In my most recent stage of my 50-year awakening, I am like uh, a cat with nine lives when it comes to getting in my chrysalis and turning to goo and coming out different. The so 
when I realized this. That I wasn't just mistaken. That I really was, within a couple days, experiencing two different timelines, so different. That different people left. Uh, it made me grateful that I have the awareness that I do at the moment of those who are crossing over and how close they are and everything. Um, mind you, I'm not out there looking to talk to a lot of people who crossed over. These are just people who are either close to someone I am or are close to me. But it's, it's just something I've been feeling, but I don't seek that out because it can be quite draining and disruptive to have people coming through all the time. So I'm trying to understand the paradox. And I think that's what I'm trying to understand and why I'm recording, because this is how I'm supposed to help people, is by feeling into and understanding this paradox. So when I realized what had happened, I started thinking about uh, just everybody I'm immediately close to, especially someone that is very special to me and we just hardly met and I'm really looking forward to spending a lot of time together and it immediately brought up that anxiety and fear of abandonment or losing someone because uh, that's happened to me a lot. So, um, it just made me think about, it made me, like, I felt the, the feeling, the anxious feeling, the grief of, like, somehow drifting out of the wrong timeline and losing that before we get to experience it. And... And then I, I realized this is why having a different perception of time for people, because I don't know that everyone is going to be aware of all this stuff, but there's going to be a lot more people who could see all this the way me and a few others that I've met can. As people start to have these experiences and um, have their perception of time changed, they're going to have these fears come up and... So I was sitting here repeating over and over to myself that because of my awareness of the fluidity of time, I experienced these two different realities back to back like this. And what it really shows me is that everything really is always happening at once. And that it is my awareness of time that makes me aware of this paradox and makes me aware of the feeling of losing somebody 
by these shifts onto different flows of time. I used to call it timelines, but now I'm calling them time flows because it is too fluid to be a line. So, so what do we do with this? Other than attempting to help people understand as they encounter the same kinds of uh, fears or anxieties about this different perception of time that I just experienced. I mean, when we're talking about, well, I guess it doesn't matter whether it's death or just someone moving on and going in a different direction. trying to help people understand and have the awareness that everything always is. And because of that, we never, we never really lose anyone. Nothing's ever really lost. No one is ever really lost. They've just relocated. They've just moved in a different flow of time. But gosh, I sure do think, though, if people start having the experience of thinking the wrong person passed on or other sorts of things, I could see where a lot of people might just assume that they're having some sort of psychotic break. <clears throat> I don't feel like I fully unraveled this ball of yarn right now. Maybe it's feeling so profound because there's just been so much grief for everyone right now, and I've had my own personal losses and then uh, extended circle losses, like my best friend's aunt, but it's sort of like I experienced losing both of them. So it's the awareness of the fluid time. That makes me aware that everything is always happening. But having the awareness that everything is always happening doesn't stop the fear of losing what you wish to experience on the timeline you're on. It doesn't ease the natural anxiety and fear around death and separation and all of those different aspects that amount to various forms of abandonment. I know, I know, lack of attachment to the outcome, all of those things, but we're also having a human experience, and it just hurts. It hurts. I mean, it's funny, because we talk about wanting to return to unity, unity consciousness and be able to have that balance between fully embodied uh, human experience and unity consciousness, being able to exist in both uh, states 
but we have to also understand that the fear of losing people and the, the, the sadness, the grief about separation and loss is the thing that makes us want unity consciousness. So all things do have their purpose. And in that, okay, here we go. I found the thread. I am unraveling the knot now. Um, so it would make sense to me and it feels right as I'm saying it or true for me anyway. There is no right or wrong. So if people are having this experience of experiencing simultaneously the awareness of fluid time and the shifting of time flows so that they go from losing one person to losing another person and being happy and joyful that the person they lost is alive and having those sorts of experiences, it will only accelerate the expansion of consciousness leading us to that balance of unity consciousness and individual expression of consciousness. Man, that was hard to get out. All right, happy flippin' New Year. Cats and kittens, let me tell you about Meow Podcast on YouTube. This is our collaboration between myself, Andrea Land, Grieving Goddess, and Serafina of Fraggle Ing with Serafina. It's hard to believe that we have been doing Meow Podcast and the OWW on YouTube for almost a year now. Watch for a lot of exciting upcoming events this year. We host a global panel discussion and healing conversations about topics including metaphysical, sociopolitical, health, really all about aspects of human and non-human life. So come join us on Meow Podcast. Please like, subscribe, hit that alarm button so that you get notifications of our episodes when they drop. We have many guests from Grooving Goddess and also from Fraggling with Serafina, as well as entirely different guests that you're not going to get on other podcasts. So come listen, watch, and enjoy Meow Podcast today. You can also find and follow our page on Instagram, the Meow Podcast, and send us a DM if you would like to be on the show, or you have any questions or comments, or just want to say howdy. So come on down and start your stuff with us cats and kittens in these healing conversations. Meow Podcast. It's not a vibe. It's a frequency. It's funny, Galactic Rivers. I find myself more and more moving towards a podcast that does four or five episodes a week. I don't know why I feel moved to do this, but perhaps it's going to happen this year. I have, gosh, three or four interviews uh, just waiting for me to put out 
as episodes also. I'm getting those out as fast as I can. I think next up on deck is my friend Colleen Orr, who is back to talk about her pop culture uh, readings and tarot deck that she's designing. Or I guess you would call it an oracle deck. Doesn't matter. At any rate, I am amazed that this turned into an actual episode. And I have two new ads created for my personal and collaborative projects. So that is pretty awesome. Before I take you out with a fun song all about time, I just wanted to throw a few final thoughts in there. I feel like I have fully integrated all of that information and this entire experience that I had over the course of the transition into a new year and the new moon. I wanted to tell you a little trick, tip, something that is working for me. I feel that we have mental and metaphysical anchors based on our will, our desires, our hope, also our fear. You know, that's the problem. We've been doing all of these unconscious fear anchorings of ourself in different time flows. And now we need to try to dismantle that. And this is why it's so important to heal your wounds and integrate your shadow parts and learn to love them and uh, conquer fear, especially this year. This is the year to conquer fear. Has quite a ring to it, doesn't it? But one of the things that you can do to create a positive anchor for a place or point in the sentient ocean of consciousness and fluid time is to have a reminder when you go to sleep at night. This is my personal favorite so far, and I'm actually doing this with my friend that I mentioned. Uh, the first person that came to mind as, oh no, I just, we just found each other and I don't want to lose this particular timeline and time flow experience with him. So what we have been doing is every night before we go to sleep, we think of each other, which happens anyway, to be honest. And we tell ourselves that we're going to wake up on the same timeline with each other. And so far, seems to be working. <laughs> it's only been three days, so I suppose time will tell, which is something that he says a lot. And I find amusing, as you know, because I have my whole quantum time theory. I hope that helps some of you and it doesn't have to be a person or a family member or friend. It could be a job, a place, a situation, a state of being, just whatever it is that you are experiencing that you feel any sort of attachment to or anxiety over losing as you become aware of the fluidity of time. There is an interesting <laughs> so many paradoxes. There's an interesting paradox where the two parts of this, the two parts of directing your time flow and anchoring in the things that you want to experience 
is a combination of identifying what matters most to you through the experience of having uh, an attachment to the outcome while at the same time letting go of attachment to the outcome. <laughs> I realize that that sounds like the most circular logic you've ever heard in your life, but it's true. And this fluid quantum perception of the world that we are moving towards this crystalline fractalized prismic as another friend described it this reality is how we work with this this is how we learn to work with polarity and get away from duality i'll probably have a great friend of mine on soon to talk about those two concepts and what the difference of them are and oh and don't forget to check out i wanted to mention that at the top and then i got off a uh, topic and went astray in the beginning but go check out i will put the link on my promos for this episode and i will Put it in the show notes but i would love for you to go check out seraphina's episode of fraggling with seraphina the most recent episode where she breaks down the five different states of being of people this year on the planet of the human collective i love the way she described the five different states of being which is interesting because she is the five in a metaphysical sense but it it's really the way i've been seeing it is that there and i've been calling them lanes now i'm calling them time flows but it's like there's these lanes of ascension or expansion and phases that people go through and states of being that different folks are in and we've had this weird uh almost draconian fairy tale where you know the people who don't become aware or awake or expand into higher consciousness they disappear into this hellscape of strange <laughs> 3d reality while the rest of us uh you know magically float to this new um place that is completely different and none of the other people can see us and we can't see them in hindsight i'm sure you can recognize how goofy that really is at any rate we live we learn we experience life we move into new states uh so what i love about seraphina's episode is that she describes the different groups and explains who we need to have the most compassion for and it's probably not who you would expect but i love the way this is laid out and i'm going to start incorporating it and that language into my discussions of the metaphysical and our new changing evolving human experience of reality as embodied light the best part about it the thing that i loved is that she talks about the rocks and that these are people who 
are never going to change. They are as they are and they serve a purpose. They have a purpose and they should be appreciated and respected and honored for that purpose of being that unchanging, that unchanging presence that is perfectly content not to expand, but is still going to love others and take care of them uh, and work together with their other humans, whether they understand what the hell some of us are talking about or not, or whether they ever have any interest in it. They are perfectly content with themselves. They do not need to delve into these waters of the sentient ocean and the liquid time. I hope that all has eased your mind somewhat, but at the same time, it's probably also a little mind-blowing. I think if we were to give this year a name or a theme or a title, it would be the year of the paradox. Much love to everyone. to the left with your hands on your hips you're bringing me in time but it's the pelvic thrust you're really judging when you say Another dimension with voyeuristic intention. <laughs> well secluded. I see all with a bit of a mind flip. You're into the time slip. And nothing can ever be the same. You're spaced out on sensation. Surprise, he had a pickup truck and the devil's eyes. He stared at me.
just a jump to the left. With your hands on your hips, you bring in the Indian tide. Let's go.